Bucks. Now, it turns out our KiwiSaver accounts could be a whole lot bigger if it wasn't for Robert Muldoon. Well, at least our retirement funds, right? In 1975, Muldoon abolished, as we know, the 37-week-old superannuation scheme, and many of us think it was the worst decision ever made by a New Zealand government. The, the Herald's business editor at large, Liam Dan, is with us to explain. Hey, Liam. G'day, Heather. Makes me cry when I think how big that could have been, how wealthy we could have been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess, look, New Zealand was a different place. Um, you know, I, I, Rob Muldoon famously didn't handle the economy all that well for a bunch of reasons. I, I don't necessarily think it, it's it's all on him. But, you know, when you look back at that time, they couldn't envisage a, a world where New Zealand actually invested in anything other than uh, New Zealand. So, you know, his, his argument was that the numbers would grow to many, many billions and there'd be nothing left to buy. So the government would therefore end up owning everything. Um, you know, <laughs> it's just sort of when you think now, well, we'd be like the Australian super fund or the, the Canadian pension fund. You know, we could have had investments all around the world as well as funding uh you know, big infrastructure projects in New Zealand. Uh, so yeah, um, look, we updated it eight hundred and thirty-five billion. Uh, well, oh, hold on, hold on. Okay, so so back in two thousand and seven, was it? Yes. So to back up, two thousand and seven. Yeah. Um, the, the the calculation was and this is a calculation that was done by Brian Gaynor. It would have been worth how much? Two hundred and forty billion. Two hundred and forty billion. Yeah. So and now it was uh, now eight hundred and thirty-five billion. And 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 <laughs> Brian's colleagues the, the you know uh, at Milford have um, done the maths for me because it, it, there's a lot of variables and Brian had a methodology but it was a very popular column in 2007 um, and you know it, it's an, and, and, and of course it's been a, a, a the last uh, you know eight months aside it's been a very big uh, you know period for um, uh, investments uh, generally so it would have done pretty well and we would we would compare very well against the Australians, and um, you know it does bear some comparison with uh, you know KiwiSaver is great, uh, eighty three billion, um, a tenth, a tenth, Liam, a um, tenth, mate. And you know they're still in Australia. It's a compulsory scheme. They've moved moving it up to twelve percent of income. They have a lower tax uh, on it. You know, so so they're still saving extremely hard and incentivizing people to save. So the only upside I thought was you know when we look at the debacle of the last week or so. Um, you can say, well, Kiwis are a bit more sophisticated now about doing the maths on what a uh, what a political change or policy change might mean for our retirement savings much further yeah. down the line. Yeah, and I suppose the the upside is also, you know, at least we're at least here in twenty twenty two, we have got some retirement savings. We've got something going on. Yeah, that's right. And I, I'd like to see ago. the government, either 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 major party, look at um, ways to. Um, incentivize some more saving and, and, and see if we can make it a, a, a sort of a, a more successful scheme long term uh, because I think it's it's in our interest as a country. Yeah, too right. Well, the political the political field has just been set for that. Liam, thank you so much for running us through that, that misery. <laughs> it's Liam Dan, <laughs> the Herald Business Editor at Large.